Life Audio. You are listening to Real Relationship Talk, a podcast helping married and pre-married couples build lasting love from above. Got problems? Let's solve them. Because real trials need real truth. Now it's time to get in the game with your relationship coach and host, Dana Shea. Let me ask you a question. How connected are you and your marriage or relationship? Does it sometimes feel that there's something standing in the way of the true intimacy you desire? The first step to reconnection is to measure how far you're disconnected. That's why I've created a free tool to help you check your connection. This short two minute quiz will assess how present and connected you are and how to deepen your intimacy. Take the quiz at danashay.com forward slash partner quiz. That's D-A-N-A-C-H-E dot com forward slash partner quiz. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Dana Shea, and you're listening to Real Relationship Talk. Thank you so much for being here with us today on the podcast. I hope that so far you are enjoying this whole marriage and family series. I know we just literally just launched it, and some of you are listening to this, and you're thinking, you know what? I need her to get into the real real about what it is like to have a healthy marriage when you have children. You know, it's interesting because a big part of what I do is premarital coaching, right? And I will have couples who are starry-eyed in love and they're looking at me and they're looking at each other. And I'm just like, oh, you poor people. You have no idea what is coming. You have no idea what is coming your way. And this doesn't mean that marriage is a bad thing. Obviously, I love marriage. I love being married. But there are so many people who are very unsuspecting when they get married of what lies ahead. And one of the biggest challenges I think that comes to any marriage is when you introduce children into the mix. Okay, because now it is no longer just about you and your spouse. It's no longer about we can do whatever we want. We can stay up super late. We can sleep in. Now you have these little crumb snatchers, as we call them around here. We have these little kids who are monopolizing your time, your energy, and taking that time a lot of times away from your spouse. So I want us to focus on this series because I'm going to be showing you through these different episodes about how you can not only have a healthy marriage and family, but how you can prioritize your marriage, which is really the foundation, I believe, of a healthy family. So today we are going to get into some sex talk, okay? If you have littles around you, they can listen to this. I mean, it's nothing I'm going to say is going to be rated R. Some of it might be PG-13, but just kind of use your discretion. But I think it's great if you're listening to this episode with your kids around. And this might be a great conversation starter for you to have with your children. And ask them, hey, do you guys think that me and dad or me and mom show each other enough affection? You might be surprised by what they say. So before we get into the episode, you guys, I just want to tell y'all, okay, I live in Virginia Beach, in case you didn't know that, it is 1,002 degrees outside, okay, it is so hot. I'm like, for people who do not believe in global warming, just come to Virginia Beach right now. It is barely July, depending on when you're listening to this episode, and I don't even know what August is going to look like. I, I cannot imagine it being any hotter than what it is right now. 
I was actually reading an article the other day and it said that the water, the beach water in Florida has reached an all-time high of 90 degrees. I was telling my 14-year-old son, Colin, that he was like, what's the point of even going to the beach? And I was like, I know, right? So if you're in Florida listening to me right now, you probably have it worse than we do here in Virginia Beach. I want to let you know this episode is going to be hot. Okay, it's going to be spicy and steamy. We're going to be talking about sex. So if that word makes you uncomfortable, just say it five times right now. Just say it. Sex, sex, sex. Just say it. Just get comfortable with it. If you're married, you need to be saying that word and you need to be practicing that word. And if your children are giggling right now, it's okay because there's nothing wrong with sex. As a matter of fact, it's very, very healthy to a marriage. Okay, My personal beliefs are that sex should be reserved for marriage. I think that is the healthiest container for sexual activity to be expressed for many, many reasons. And we won't get into that in this episode, but maybe we'll do an episode about that specifically and not just for single people. A lot of times people think, oh my gosh, you know, the singles need to hear this. But you know what? Everybody needs to hear this message, whether you're married, whether you're single, dating, engaged, whether you're 14 or 11, I believe that this is a message that that people need to hear. But that is not the message for today. Are y'all ready to get into our episode today? All right, great. So I titled this episode, Why Your Kids Need You to Get a Room. How many of you have heard your kids say that? Mom, oh my gosh, get a room. Dad, oh my gosh. And Sean and I have this uh, goal, if you will, to make our children uncomfortable and to remind them that before you guys ever arrived on the scene, we had a very vibrant, beautiful sex life, okay? And we want our kids to know that. I don't want my kids to be shocked when they turn 21 to find out that their parents had sex. And y'all might be thinking, oh my gosh, Dana, like everybody knows that that's, that's just not even realistic. I promise you, when I was in college, the girl who lived across the hall, she was a friend of mine, we're no longer in touch, but I love her. Like nothing bad happened. We just fell out of touch. But the girl who lived across the hall from me literally said she found out about sex from her boyfriend at the same college that we were at. Her parents told her that if she kissed a boy, she would get pregnant. This girl's 18 years old, y'all. So not only did her parents obviously lie to her, but they did not prepare her for sex or sexual conversations. So she's learning about this from her boyfriend who obviously has an agenda, okay? And so I don't want that to happen to your children and neither should you. Some of us, we get so like, you know, anxious and nervous about the sex talk. But I want to tell you that if you're practicing healthy sexual affection in front of your children, then you having that sex talk is going to be that much easier because you're already really laying the foundation. Your children are seeing you being sexual toward one another. And when I say sexual, I'm not talking about like they're seeing sexual acts. I'm saying that they're seeing affection, but it's not just affection that you would show a neighbor, like a handshake or maybe a side hug. Your kids need to see you showing a deeper affection than that. Your children need to know that you all not only love each other, but that you like and enjoy each other. Now, some of y'all are like, 
but what if you don't like and enjoy your spouse? I heard you. I heard you and I read your thoughts. And I know that that's a real thing, right? Like I know that there are many of you who are listening right now and you really are in a hard place. And you're like, I'm not even thinking about showing my spouse any kind of sexual affection. I'm just trying not to give the man the silent treatment all day long. Or I'm just trying not to cuss him out or cuss her out. So I get that. Everybody might be in different places in their marriage. But for those of you who this is resonating with, those of you who maybe think things like, if we show our kids that much affection, we are going to plant seeds in their mind that they're not ready for. Or if we do that in front of our kids, it's inappropriate. I want to tell you today that showing healthy, sexual, appropriate affection is not only necessary, it is not inappropriate, and it actually is going to help your children to, number one, feel secure. Ladies, are you looking for a community that understands the ups and downs of married life? Thrive Wives is the ultimate group mastermind for women from strong marriages to struggling marriages. Thrive Wives is your go-to resource for inspiration, support, and lifelong friendships. Our dedicated coach and marriage experts provide guidance, encouragement, and tools that will help you navigate your unique marriage journey. Join our thriving community at thrivewives.com where you'll connect with like-minded women who just get you. It's time to take charge of your marriage and unlock your full potential. Visit thrivewives.com today and start your marriage journey toward a stronger, more fulfilling marriage. Thrive Wives, where women not only vibe together, we thrive together. Did you know that when you and your spouse are getting along, when you and your spouse are actually showing each other, not just telling each other that you love each other, but showing one another that you love each other in front of your children, it makes them feel secure. How many of your children's friends, parents have gotten divorced? Probably half of them, if not more. Most of your children's friends their parents are probably not together anymore, or at least half of them, right? If statistics hold true, which is just under 50% of marriages end in divorce. So your children are being inundated with broken marriages from their friend group. And then let's not even talk about what they're seeing in the media. We'll talk about that in a second. So where else are they supposed to see a healthy marriage, a healthy sexual marriage, if they don't see it from you and your spouse? So for this whole idea, like, oh my gosh, you know, we can't do that because it's not right. It's not appropriate. It's too early. Our kids don't need to see that. Um, You know, it's weird or it's gross. And it's none of those things. It's none of those things. So what do I mean by a healthy sexual affection? I mean, things like kissing and not just like a peck on the lips. I think it's okay for your kids to see a little tongue action sometimes. I really do. I think it's okay for your kids to see you hug and not just the, again, side hug, like the church hug, right? But for your children to see the husband come up behind the wife and like bear hug her or the wife come up in front of the husband and just caress her man, you know, like that is good. That is healthy. Your kids need to see you holding hands. When's the last time you actually held hands with your spouse? 
when you're driving down the street, that's a great opportunity for you to just reach over and just take your spouse's hand. You might surprise your spouse, let alone your kids back there. Your kids need to see you doing things like rubbing each other's shoulders, giving each other a back massage. They need to see you snuggled up on the couch together, playing footsie underneath the blanket, watching a movie. All of that, right? Your kids need to see the smack on the butt. They do. They need to see the little butt pinch. All of it is good. All of it is healthy. And all of it is going to help your children to feel secure. Because when they see that, you know what they're thinking? Dang, my parents really like each other. Man, my parents have a good marriage. Now, to you, what are they going to say? Oh, my gosh, mom, please, dad, oh, my gosh. Like, they're going to say that, right? They're going to be like, oh, you guys are so gross. This is too much. They're going to say all that stuff. But underneath that, you know what they're doing? They're smiling. They're feeling confident about your marriage. They're feeling secure in your marriage. So I think that's probably one of the most important reasons that you should be showing affection openly in front of your kids is so that you can help them to feel secure. But the second reason, and I alluded to this earlier, is your children are being so inundated with messaging from the media, so inundated. They are hearing all kinds of things that are just trash. Y'all, I tried to listen to the radio the other day, or my, not the radio, I tried to listen to some songs on Amazon Music the other day just because I want to stay relevant, right? And I was like, I cannot, I cannot listen to this. Like, I don't even know what this is. It's not music, okay? This is like another category called like screaming and moaning, and they call it music. And I'm like, I cannot believe that this is what our kids are listening to. So not only is the music giving them this whole idea of this hyper-sexualized society, but then what they're seeing on TV is not realistic, nor is it healthy. And these are the messages that they are being just inundated with on a daily, hourly basis. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this, but first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Okay, you guys, we're back. 
So I was talking about the media, right? And this is like my soapbox, y'all. It really is. I am so irritated with TV. I'm irritated with the music industry. I'm irritated with social media. I'm just irritated with it all. Because our kids are literally being discipled into sexuality. Like our kids, you can't get away from sexual suggestions, sexual activity, sexual behavior, sexual innuendos. All of it is just like rapid fire all the time in front of our kids' faces. For those of you parents who think that your kids are not being accosted by all of this sexual activity because maybe you think they're too little or, oh, little Johnny doesn't do anything except for watch kids tube or little Sally um, is not even on social media. Sally is on social media, by the way. You just don't know her account. So we need to show our kids a different narrative. We can't just tell them, oh my gosh, you guys, that's so trashy. Oh, that's so wrong. And then we're not giving them anything on the counter side, right? We're not showing them anything that's different. So are your kids going to be exposed to sex? Absolutely. Are they going to see sexual scenes in regular movies? Y'all, like, you remember when PG-13 used to be kind of like, uh, PG-13 is like now the new PG and rated R movies should not be shown in public anywhere. The world is moving at such a fast pace that if we are not showing our kids a very, very different message, they're going to be sucked into that sexual vortex. So you need to show your children that, hey, you know what a good marriage is? A good marriage does involve sex, but it doesn't involve the raunchy, I don't even know you, I met you in a bar and I'm going to go sleep with you and then I'm never going to talk to you again. Like that's TV. That's not real life. You know what real life is? Real life is waking up next to the person that you just had sex with the night before and then getting up and then going and cutting the grass together and then getting up and raising a family together. That's what your kids need to see. And that is what you do when you show them a healthy sex life. You show them healthy sexuality. I think the third reason that your kids need you to get a room is because it helps them to see that, again, what they're learning in the media and what they're being taught in movies and songs and even books like romance, quote unquote, romance novels and all of that, that really pales in comparison to the real thing. So you know how you know what a counterfeit dollar is or like if there's like a $20 bill for all of my bankers, right? They don't show you what the counterfeit is. You don't go to school to study the counterfeit dollars. You know what they do? They show you what the real thing is. So I remember when they came out with the new $100 bills. Y'all remember that? when they had like, you know, the old $100 bills were just like, I remember like the face, Ben Franklin's face um, got bigger, but they didn't have like the blue streaks and all that stuff. So when they came out with like the brand new $100 bills, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is incredible. I like this, you know? And you study the real thing long enough, you will see what the counterfeit thing is. So when your children are able to study the real thing, i.e. your real marriage with all of its bumps and bruises and flaws, when they're able to see that, and then they're able to see my parents can go through things, but they still love each other. My parents can go through things, but they're still going to smack each other on the butt at the end of the day. My parents can go through things, but I'm going to see them hug and I'm going to see them kiss and I'm going to see them enjoy being with one another. That's real. 
That's what your children are going to aspire to. They're not going to aspire to all the crap that they're seeing in the media. They're going to be exposed to it, yes. You would almost have to leave this world in order to not have them exposed to it. So they're going to be exposed to it. But then when they're studying the real thing, they're going to know what's counterfeit. So when your daughter is being pursued by that no good nothing boy at school, she's going to be like, "Mm -mm, sir, no, not cutting it. Why? Because she's seen the real thing. When your son is being wooed by those little girls and his DMs, he's going to be like, mm-mm, sis. Well, he might actually, like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I want to be real with you guys. Like, he's probably going to go for that, too. But at least he's going to know this is not real. Can we just at least say that, okay? He might still go for it. He might still entertain it, for sure. But he's going to be like, yeah, this ain't real. This is just like a temporary thing. This isn't, this is what I'm, this is not what I'm really after. Because he's going to know what the real thing is. So no matter how gross your kids think you are, no matter how many sounds they make, no matter how many times they roll their eyes, no matter how many times they run out of the room, like your kids really, really need you and your spouse to show love and affection toward one another. And then finally, your kids need you to get a room because you really do need to get a room. You need to take like the foreplay and you need to put that in the bedroom. If there's one of the things that I think ails so many married couples, and they're not talking about it because people are ashamed, people are embarrassed. And then a lot of times people think that, oh my gosh, our sex life not being in a good place is the furthest thing from our minds, we just need to work on communication. We just need to figure out how to stop uh, having so much conflict. We just need to get our finances in order. We just, everybody thinks it's always the other thing, which it could be, but your sexual life is so important to your marriage. Don't put it on the back burner. Don't think that it's it's not really that important. It's, it doesn't really matter, or we'll get to that later. It's not really a priority. It's a huge priority. And listen, Sean used to tell me this and I thought he was crazy. I was like, you know what, dude, for real, no. But he would be like, you know what, Dana, if we just had sex, a lot of these issues that we're facing would go away. And I'm looking at him like with daggers in my eyes, right? Like, why would you say that? Like, I am not even thinking about having sex with you right now. I'm thinking about like what a jerk you're being right now, right? But you know what? He was right. He was right. There's something about you coming together sexually. And listen, what I'm not saying that it's going to solve all of your problems, okay? And I'm also not saying that you shouldn't focus and fix those other problems. But what I am saying is that when you prioritize your sexual life with your spouse, that does wonders for your communication. It does wonders for your marriage. So long as you are actually making love and not just going through the act of sex. Can I say that again for the people in the back? So when you're making love, when you're, and I'm not even saying that has to be like rose petals and like, you know, music and candles. I'm not even talking about that. I mean, that's all well and fine. But when you treat sex like a transaction, it's probably not going to help the problems that you're having in your marriage. But when you treat sex as connection, which is what it's supposed to be, when you can look at your spouse and say, you know what, we might be disconnected in some areas. We might not be getting along. We're not seeing eye to eye. We're misunderstanding one another. 
but I love you and I want to connect to you. When you have sex in that way, you're going to notice that it is going to do wonders for your marriage. Your children need to see a closed door in the middle of the day. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. Some of y'all have never had sex in the middle of the day. I'm giving you permission right now, right now, wherever you are, unless you're at work. But like if you're home together, go do it right now. Your kids need to see that. What is mommy and daddy doing in there? Why is the door closed? Like I love when, have you ever seen like movies or TV shows where like the kids are like whispering, you know? Yeah, like I'm all for it. Keep them in suspense. And when they get a little bit older, then yeah, tell them what you guys were doing in there. It's okay. I promise you're not going to ruin them. You're not going to destroy them. You know what you're going to do? You're going to show your kids that this is what real marriage is. This is what healthy marriage is. That's what we're doing over here in the Williams household anyway. And and listen, maybe some of you grew up in households where you were taught that sex was dirty or sex was um, maybe only necessary if you want to make babies or, you know, all this crazy stuff, right, that we're taught. And then we don't realize that that's still a part of us. Like we get married and we think that 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 switch just somehow flips off, but it doesn't. And there are so many couples who are literally struggling in their sexual lives because they never got it figured out when they were kids. They were either taught wrong or they weren't taught at all or they never saw, again, a good model before them. So what are you going to emulate in your marriage? Are you going to repeat what you were raised in or are you going to try something different? Are you going to do something different? Your kids should have no doubt that you all have an active sex life. They really should have no doubt. So show them what real affection looks like. Show them that it is perfectly normal and good in a marriage to be this affectionate. Now, I know some of y'all are thinking, well, Dana, I'm not that affectionate like that. I don't like people touching all over me. And, you know, I'm not really into all of that. Listen, that's okay. Everyone, listen, you're going to have one spouse who's probably more affectionate than the other. That's real. But there should be some affection in your marriage. Whether you feel like you are very affectionate or not, you should be showing affection. Affection is important. You don't have to be all into affection to squeeze your spouse's hand or to squeeze their shoulder, or to give them a kiss on the cheek, or a kiss on the forehead, or again, that little butt pinch, or whatever it is, right? So my challenge to you this week is I want you to show so much affection to your spouse that your kids literally say, get a room. And then I want you to remember this podcast. And most importantly, I want you to know that you have just helped your children to feel confident, safe and secure in their home because they know mom and dad are okay. Mom and dad are okay. You're better than okay though. You're doing great. You're listening to this podcast. You're putting in the work to improve your marriage. And by you improving your marriage, you are also going to strengthen your family. So thanks so much for listening today. 
You can find the show notes to this episode at realrelationshiptalk.com forward slash episode 155. And um, again, I would love for you guys to rate and review this podcast if you have not already done so. If you are on Apple Podcasts listening to me right now, if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see some little stars there. And I want you to click on where it says write a review. And all you have to do is type up a few sentences about what this podcast means to you. Submit that review because it helps other people just like you to be able to find this podcast. So again, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Remember, a good relationship is not one that works. A good relationship is one where you put in the work. Let's get to work, my friends. I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to Real Relationship Talk with Dana Shea. Find the show notes, helpful articles, and more relationship tips at realrelationshiptalk.com. Enjoying the show? Be sure to rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And remember to subscribe. We'll see you on the next episode.